0: Hi, I'm Ayelet Marinovich. Welcome back to Strength in Words, a family enrichment program for parents, caregivers, and infants and toddlers of all developmental levels. Each week we get together to sing a few songs, discuss some ideas for play, and outline some insight about early development. This series is time for you to be together and to feel like you're doing something good for and with your baby, small child, or multiple young children. Please follow your child's lead. I am a speech language pathologist and I specialize in work with very young children, but this is not to be confused with speech therapy. This is what I call family enrichment. All suggested activities are meant to be enjoyed by your baby under close adult supervision. For a more complete story of Strength in Words, please listen to my introduction episode or visit my website, strengthinwords.com. If you enjoy this episode, I hope you'll take just a moment of your time to leave a review on iTunes. This allows us to reach more families and share our values of education, simplicity, and respect when it comes to early learning and early parenthood. Hello everybody, hello everybody, it's nice to see you here today. Hello everybody, hello everybody, it's nice to see you here. We can start by saying hello to the people who are with us. Hello to a yellit, hello to the singers, hello, 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 hello to the babies, hello to the toddlers, hello, hello, hello. Since I don't know your name, I'll help you sing the song and you can fill it in. Ready? Hello to your child's name, hello to your name, hello, 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 everybody, hello, everybody, hello, hello, hello. Today we're speaking with Kayla O'Neill of the website ParentingExpertToMom.com. So let's give her a special welcome. Hello to Kayla, hello to Kayla, hello. Hello, 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 hello. to all our new friends, hello to all our old friends. Hello, hello, hello. One last time. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here today. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here.
1: Welcome to episode 49 of the Strength in Words podcast. Today I am speaking with Kayla O'Neill, a former birth to three early interventionist who has worked with children with developmental delays and coached parents and caregivers on strategies to encourage their infant or toddler's development. She has now taken that passion and put it into her writing on the website Parenting Expert to Mom. Where she shares strategies to encourage early learning in daily routines. She's currently a stay at home mom, taking some time off from teaching to learn, enjoy, and raise her son, and is actually at the time of this recording also, I think, 37 weeks pregnant with her second baby. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla, welcome, and how are you feeling? <laughs> Good. Yeah, <I'm> pregnant. <laughs> exactly. Good. Um, well, Thanks for coming on to the show, and I've asked you to come on today to speak a bit about early literacy. First, though, I, I would love to just hear a bit about you. What brought you to the kind of work you're doing today?
2: Yeah, uh, like you said, I worked in early intervention for about six years. I mainly worked with that first to three age, so working with the babies and toddlers, doing a lot of assessments and evaluations and home visits, a little bit in a classroom, but mostly home-based. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we really focused on learning within daily routines, teaching parent strategies that you can do every day that encourage development, and so I did that for six years, and then we actually made a big move to Indiana, and um, for my husband's work, ended up becoming a stay-at-home mom, and I really miss connecting with families and parents mm-hmm. and other professionals that worked in early childhood, so I thought I'd start a blog, and I started ParentingExpertToMom.com, and I get to write about everything I talked about with families and the things I do with my own son, too. Yes. And with the new baby, I'm sure I'll have lots of <laughs> more ideas of the newborn and that fun stage when they're just so small, too. Yeah. So, yeah, just wanting to get back into the world of early childhood.
1: Awesome. It's it's great. And it's, yeah. it's I think it's important, too, because as professionals who work in early learning, we do we tend to have some sort of tricks of the trade. You know, it's certainly not that we know anything or everything about being a parent. (laughs) That's learned when you become a parent. But when you work with children, you have a few little tricks up your sleeve. So we would love to hear a few of those that you have today. So let's talk about early literacy. I think, first of all, a lot of people equate that term early literacy with learning to read. So can you Uh tell us a little bit about the difference of those two things and about some of the other skills that are involved in the development of early literacy as it relates to infants and toddlers?
2: Yeah. So early literacy, I think a lot of people think of sitting down and reading with their kid, that's early literacy. But yeah, you're right. Literacy is so many different parts. And it's not only that reading and understanding words in books, it's writing, it's um, being able to speak, it's... There's a lot of different things connected. And so when I think of early literacy for babies and toddlers, um, I usually connect that with the five areas of development. So we're looking at cognitive skills, language skills, social, emotional, self-help, and what am I missing? Uh, Motor, motor
1: sensory. (laughs) Um,
2: Motor, motor skills. (laughs) So I was, yeah, when I was (laughs) thinking about that. And thinking when I talk to parents about early literacy, really all the skills in each of those areas connect to make your early literacy skills. So working with any of those areas of development, you're actually encouraging early literacy. For example, when we look at cognitive skills, we're thinking about, you know, having kids process information and Mm -hmm. following directions. If you're working on that during the day, you're really working on early literacy. In the communication domain, we have the receptive language so that understanding and then the expressive both of those are very important so when your kids learning to talk there again it's early literacy Um, (laughs) and even motor which people don't think about motor skills and and reading but it's a huge to have your child to be able to point to a picture in a book and to turn pages and without Mm -hmm. motor skills you can't do either of those Um, and so that's included for self-help those are the skills that to become more independent and so a, a child being able to look at a book and discover what they want to learn about independently, I feel, is a big part of self-help. Mm. Um, and then social skills. I think children can learn so much from the social-emotional piece to literacy. So when we're looking at books and we're looking at the faces of the characters, yeah. that's a great way to explore that social-emotional side as well. So really, early literacy just encompasses all of those areas of development. So depending on which area you're working on, it's probably going to help them in the future with their early literacy skills.
1: (laughs) This is, this is such good information, right? Because it's like, okay, so whatever I'm doing, I'm actually working on early literacy skills in some way.
2: There's like, you know, when I think about it, I'm like, it's pretty hard not to be working on (laughs) early literacy at all times because when you think of, I mean, if you think of yourself reading a book or writing, I mean, there's so much that goes into it. It's not just cognitive skills. It's not just language skills. It's everything, really.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What, can you tell us a little bit about the specific kinds of things that go into early literacy skills? Like, I tend to tell people about how, it, like you said, it doesn't necessarily mean sitting down and looking at a book. But just pointing things out, pointing out letters, having alphabet blocks around or things like mm-hmm. print awareness or like yes, literally if your child is mouthing a book,
2: that's early literacy. Even if you're taking a walk outside and you're looking at the stop sign, you know, that's early literacy. That's an example of that environmental print that you're talking about. That yes. I think environmental print is, then that's just the print that's, you know, on your food labels, on your shampoo bottle. And so taking a moment and just looking at that stuff with your child, which sometimes that's the first kind of things that they will recognize is that box of Cheerios, well, they may not be reading it, but in a way they are. They understand that the symbols mean a certain thing, and so using environmental print to teach, and that takes the pressure off of having tons and tons of books, which I love books. Books are great, but using things like environmental print, your grocery ads, looking at your mail together, um, just things like that. Um, It's something me and my son do is Wednesdays, the grocery slicker comes, and we sit down and we look at everything in it, and you know even him crunching it up with his hands and throwing it that's okay too it's part of discovering paper so looking at those experiences i think you know and like you said with the little babies even when their vision is just starting to come in so they're starting to follow things with their eyes we consider that early literacy development when we would do assessments how they move their eyes can they reach up for something like we've said is a lot of things going to early literacy
1: yeah i love I think it's really important that people understand that sense of when we break down all of these different sort of domains of development, right, we have age-appropriate skills. And those often look very different. Emerging skills look different from a skill that is already acquired, right? So for instance, in the context of communication, if you have a child who is babbling at, so around six months, that is an emerging expressive language skill for a six-month-old or or a four to seven to nine-month-old, right? That is an age-appropriate skill related to expressive language. And so when we're talking about early literacy, in an infant, just like you were saying, Kayla, we're looking at emerging skills like, is the child looking around at things, right? Like those high contrast images, for instance. Awesome. That's fantastic. And I think really, really helpful for parents and caregivers. So let's actually take just a quick break to hear a okay. word from our sponsors. And then we will hear a few tips and resources from Kayla about specifically how to foster early literacy skills in infants and toddlers. Parenthood is the great equalizer, regardless of cultural, linguistic or socio and economic background. All parents face the enormous responsibility of raising humans. The Strength in Words Community Lab focuses on empowering families through knowledge and connection, supporting parents so you can support your children. We help parents and caregivers recognize the value of everyday interactions and everyday objects to support all aspects of your baby's development so you can find the joy in the mayhem. We were not meant to parent in isolation. The Community Lab is a content and community hub that brings you peace of mind. You have what matters when you need it most. Bite-sized morsels of developmental information, activity ideas to apply right now, parent support groups so you can feel empowered and supported in your parenting, developmental music classes, unprecedented access to professionals and special guests like the one we have today, and an active, engaged community of others like you. The Community Lab is an all-in-one resource that is not one-size-fits-all. To take your free one-week trial and join us for everything I've just described, as well as member access to Q&A sessions with the featured guests I bring onto the podcast, come check out community.strengthinwords.com. All right, Kayla, Let's hear it. Give us your top three tips for parents and caregivers. How can we foster early literacy skills with our infants and toddlers?
2: Yeah. So the first tip that I would say is to be patient. I remember one of the things when working with parents is sometimes it can be frustrating when you want your toddler to sit and look at a book, or maybe your baby's not interested in a book. Right. Just be be patient with that love of books to come. It might not be right away and it might be different than you expect. And, you know, looking at that developmental side of what's appropriate. Mm-hmm. So sitting and reading a book from front to cover with your toddler it may work. Some days it works at my house and my, my boy will sit and he will listen to books three in a row. Other days he won't and that's okay. So I would say just, I want to talk a little bit about the book side that, you know, don't think your child isn't interested in early literacy or is lacking some skills because they're not interested in books like we said before there's a lot of other things that go into early literacy mm-hmm. and looking at books is something just to be patient with you know always explore them give them the option but just be patient with it that, that you know interest in books will will come just don't expect you know to sit and read for an hour <laughs> you know right you have to really look at what's appropriate
1: Yeah. And, and to that end, I mean, if we think about it, I'm not always in the mood to sit and read for an hour. I might like have every intention to sit and look at a book and then just not have the bandwidth to do it. Right. Be falling asleep because I'm tired because I'm a parent of a tiny person, two tiny people. Um, But also just the idea that, and I hope I'm not taking on your next point or anything, but the idea that it doesn't have to be reading from front to back. You can sit there and just take a little picture walk, look at the pictures and point to specific things and talk about the things you see or ask Mm -hmm. about what they see or "Mm, I wonder if we can find this, things like that. But I'll let you continue, Kayla, please.
2: Yeah, no, those are great ways to explore books with children other than just sitting and reading.
0: Mm-hmm. The
2: next point I had was to follow your child's lead. So that goes with looking at books, follow their lead with it, watch their cues. Do they want to look at the book? Do they want to move on? Do they want to flip the pages? That's okay. Yeah. It's okay to flip through pages. But also with the following your child's lead, when you're working on early literacy skills, you can you know pick an area of development that they're maybe interested in or you want to work on and use that as that early literacy time. So if they want to draw with chalk on the sidewalk, that's huge. That's great early literacy. If that's something they're interested in is drawing. Or if you're at the grocery store and your little one's sitting in the shopping cart, what are they interested in as far as environmental print? Mm-hmm. You know, watch their cues. Are they starting to point at things? And so you just kind of build up on what they're doing and what they're interested in. And that goes for kind of all areas of development. We watch their lead. And then we, we kind of just encourage skills that way yeah. instead of, you know, maybe picking something that they have to do in order to make a skill happen. I hope that makes sense. I, <laughs> I, it, I like,
1: totally followed one. along. I think it's so important. It's something that we often as grown ups have to relearn how to do because we have we've now been programmed as adults to think of things so linearly right if if i sit down and help my child if i if i get these blocks out then here's what they have to learn is to have how to build a tower right that's how we play with blocks but thinking about things a little bit differently and just like you said following your child's lead if they want to mouth the blocks awesome just talk about what they're doing or model to them what another way to do it, but accepting what they're doing and then talking about it or taking it a step further is a wonderful way to follow your child's lead. Great. Taylor.
2: Yeah. Like, for my son, um, he's he's a busy little guy, and, you know, coloring isn't a huge thing for him. Now, if I were to get out finger paints, he loves that, and you're working on the same skill. So you can have two mm-hmm. activities that work on the same skill that are very different, and pick the one that your child enjoys. You know, you, you always offer other activities, but don't feel bad about them not wanting to sit and draw or, you know, find a different way to work on the skill. But that kind of yeah. leads into my next point, which is just to be creative and just have fun with it. Um, don't... Stick yourself in a box as far as how to work on early literacy. Keep it open. Use what's around you. Look at when you're in different environments, how you can encourage skills. So, you know, even taking a trip to the library, that's a great way to introduce. Obviously, there's lots of books there, too. But, you know, you don't have to just pick out one book. Follow their lead with that. But just be creative. Don't get too stuck on just looking at books as far as working on early literacy skills. Mm -hmm. Depending on your age of your child, you're going to use different techniques too to just encourage the skills that they will need someday to read or write and to understand, comprehend books.
1: Yeah, I love it. And I think I think your point about bringing the environment into whatever you have and I think the like the mailer, those things that everyone yeah. gets that just we go often straight into the bin or yeah. or we cut out the coupons whatever our thing is, those things are gold for infants and toddlers. And I loved your point yeah. about how even just crinkling it up and throwing it into a box or something
2: favorite toy from probably like six months to 12 months old was just digging out all of our recycling containers so mm-hmm. every box we had it was he would dump it all on the floor every container but look at all the prints he was looking at yeah. and all the pictures while he was doing you know something that you wouldn't sit and well I'm going to teach my kid early literacy <laughs> here look at these Tupperware you know he found <laughs> it on his own it was interested in him yeah And, um, he, he would sit and be entertained and he's working fine motor skills. He's opening and shutting things. He's looking at pictures, processing information, but really when you let let kids explore, um, and then just encourage it that way. That's a great way to go about learning.
1: Exactly. Awesome. So I think that takes a lot of the pressure off of us as parents too. Like really, if you, (laughs) all you need again is pretty much what's in your house already. So that's it. It's not about the electronic toys, it's about the the paper materials, the recycling containers, it's about all of those things which can be yeah. used to develop early literacy, to develop motor skills and all of those different things like we talked about. So Awesome. What about some favorite resources for parents who are interested in learning more about some good places to find good tips and resources, Kayla?
2: Yeah. If you're looking online, my site, I've got a lot of information on there. I actually just put up something a couple weeks ago about 50 ways to discover early literacy with your little ones. So if you're looking for a lot of examples, that's a good place to look. We'll, um, we'll put the link to
1: that in the show notes as well for this episode.
2: Yep, that would be great. And then I think if you go to 0 to org, they have a lot of stuff on early literacy mm-hmm. too if you're looking for more information on how to encourage it and what those skills are look like
1: as well yeah I also have a couple of other podcast episodes that address literacy skills so I'll link to those as well thank you so much Kayla and thanks to all our community lab members who are listening live here we will continue the discussion and open up for a Q&A session for you guys in just a minute for everyone else listening from home or on the go thanks so much for joining us and we will see you next time
0: Thanks for being here. See you later. What will you do the rest of your day? Goodbye to the babies. Goodbye to the toddlers. Goodbye, bigger kids. Goodbye, all the siblings. Goodbye to the grown ups. Goodbye to the singers. Goodbye, Ayala. Goodbye to Kayla. We laughed and we played. We're getting very clever. This is what counts being here together. Thanks so much everyone. If you feel inclined to support what we're doing here at Strength in Words you can do so by heading to strengthinwords.com and joining our Strength in Words weekly where you can receive weekly ideas and developmental information applicable to your infant or toddler's developmental age to maximize the connection between you and your baby and to bring you peace of mind you have the resources you need at your fingertips. If you haven't yet done so, please do leave a review of the Strength in Words podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. That helps other people find the good work we're doing. Don't forget to check out community.strengthinwords.com, your content and community hub to make your play more productive. Come take a one-week trial on me. See you next time.